I think you know what time it is. Yes, it's that time when all the savvy podcasters group up and form Napod Pomo. Do you have your story ready? I'm ready. Let's get into this. Napod Pomo, let's go. Welcome to day one of Napod Pomo 2022. Here we are again. So this year, for my Napod Pomo episodes, I'm going to follow a format. Number one, I'm going to share a podcast news story. Number two, I'm going to highlight a podcaster. Number three... I'm going to highlight some of my upcoming episodes for 2023. And then I'm going to finish up with a thought for the day. So let's dive in and take a look at this news article by Pod News. This is an updated news article. It was updated September 22nd of 2022. The original date was December 9th, 2018. This has been a debate for quite some time in the podcasting space. So, here it is. How long should a podcast be? I'm going to share the link to this article in the show notes of today's episode. Let's get into it. James Cridlin writes, how long is too long? What's the right duration for a podcast? This is one of the first questions ever asked when people are thinking about making a podcast. Here's an attempt to answer. And yes, I like that. Here's an attempt to answer part because yes, it's subjective really. And we all prefer our own type of duration. And sometimes I listen to a long-form podcast and I'll break it into segments. So there's the scientific method that he lays out. Podcasts are multitasking medium. That is, you can listen to a podcast while you do something else. If you want to know the optimum duration for a podcast, you might want to know how long something else is. That's interesting. For example, the average commute time in the U.S. is 26 minutes. If you make a podcast longer than the average commute time, you could reasonably expect that podcast to be less satisfying for those who listen to the podcast while commuting. However, an average by its very nature means many people commute takes shorter while others takes longer. So this in its very start tells us it's subjective. There's various things that we find out in this article. If we skip ahead, it says the average length of a show with more than 10,000 listens was 37 minutes. That's very interesting. Now, 
I find the tension span of listeners to be very short. So, and that's not to knock anybody or degrade anybody. That means that our lives are busy. And I know this from experience. We get tied down and we really don't have time, even though, like we just stated, that the medium can be taken with you and listened to as you're doing other things. Now, it also says a podcast survey in Nigeria, 54% of Nigerians prefer podcasts to be shorter than 40 minutes. So there's a trend again, 37 minutes. That's really close to that 40-minute mark. As a long-form podcaster interview style, some of my interviews can be an hour to an hour and a half. Look at Joe Rogan. Some of his can be four to six to eight hours. You know, so the audience, it, it really does matter with the content, the creator, what topic is being presented. Because sometimes I know that I'll get into a topic with one of my guests and I want to carry on for hours and hours. But remember, you want to set a limit and try to keep that balance, you know, in your podcast so your listeners aren't getting a 15-minute podcast one day, two hour the next time, and then 30 minutes. And you don't want to jump around. You want to kind of maintain an average length of your podcast. The scientific method can really outline some of these things. I find it interesting that the article states two-thirds of listeners do come back to a podcast later to continue listening, according to the research of radio fans. But the same survey says 21% of listeners, one in five, never come back. Myself, like I said earlier, I like to come back and finish listening, especially if it's a very interesting podcast. He also outlines a creative method, the selfish method. So how long should I make my podcast? It's an interesting question. I want you to go over to podnews.net. Follow the link in the description and read this article and also read some of the fantastic articles that come out of Pod News and subscribe to their newsletter. Each day you get fascinating news out of the podcast space. Now let's carry on and find us a podcaster that we want to highlight for day one of NAPODPOMO 2022. To highlight our podcaster for NAPODPOMO, we are going to go over to podchaser.com and pull up the stats. Our podcaster is Fireman Rich. He has an active podcast on Anchor. He started his podcast October 28th of 2017. His latest episode was October 27th, 2022. His release period, that can fluctuate. 
Rich has an outstanding 484 episodes just on his anchor feed alone. Now, I want to tout that Fireman Rich really isn't truly a podcaster. He's more of an audio tech guy, and he loves to create audio. He's a broadcaster, a podcaster, a YouTuber, so much more. But you can find him every place. I'm going to share his pod chaser link in the show notes. And I'll tell you, it's always a good thing to wake up in the morning to his positive start to the day. It was because of Fireman Rich that I found this great event that we call Napod Pomo. Naturally, I want to highlight Rich for this first day. And I want to say thank you. And I hope we continue hearing each other's audio for many more years to come. Thank you for being solid and pushing out great content every chance you get. During this year's NAPOD POMO, each day I intend to highlight one of my upcoming interviews. I've got quite a few and they're all fascinating. Today, we are going to talk about Brandon Leibowitz. Brandon runs and operates SEO Optimizers. He's ran it since 2007. His business is a digital marketing company that focuses on helping small and medium-sized businesses get more online traffic, which in turn converts into clients, sales, leads, etc. So seooptimizers.com, and I will definitely share links in the show notes today. But let's listen in to just a portion of what Brandon is actually going to share with us on December 7th, 2022. Now, I have a WordPress website that I use. It's pretty easy to manage and maintain. And I use a plugin for my SEO. Uh, that kind of makes this a lot easier for my SEO. Do they work? Uh, SEO plugins. Yep. So if you're on Shopify, WordPress, all these different platforms, they have extensions and plugins and they help enhance your website and do things for it. But the plugin is just a tool. It's how you use that tool. If you just install the plugin, it's not going to do anything for you. If you install the plugin and then put the keywords in the right areas and do all the things that you need to do, then it'll work. But the plugin just makes it so you don't have to know coding. In the past, to make changes on SEO, you'd have to go into coding and make changes. Now the plugin We'll make those changes in the coding for you. You just have to input the things that you want to be changed. But if you just have a plug-in thing and it's going to do it for you, it's not going to do anything. So if I'm trying to bolster my rankings in Google for podcasting and I am writing a blog post about podcasting, the more times I say podcasting in that article that's better for me. There's not too many times that I can say podcasting. Well, you don't want to repeat it too many times, but God, just put it in there enough. So it just comes down to the content. If you have 
100 words and you're putting it in there 20 times, that's a lot. If you have 20,000 words and you put it in there 20 times, not that big of a deal. So, but that's an old way of doing SEO. Nowadays, it's just right for people. And naturally, your keywords are going to be there. Don't write to put keywords. But the title needs to have keywords. Title of an article, a blog post, a podcast, a YouTube video, whatever it is, the title really needs to have those keywords. That's the most important place to put those keywords. And you're limited to about 60 characters. That's why you can only target about three to five keywords because wherever that title is, that's really the main focus of that page, that blog post, that article, that, that podcast interview, whatever it may be. But the title is the most important place to put the keywords. You don't want to repeat the keywords multiple times in the title. Like if you're targeting podcasts, you don't have to put the word podcast and podcasts. Google will pick up on the plurals. So you just got to figure out which one gets more search volume and use the one that gets more search volume. Like that's where the keyword research comes into play saying, if I'm right for podcast, podcasts, podcasting, all of them are going to get different amount of searches. And that's where you got to figure out which one gets the most searches or the most search volume and is relevant to your audience. You don't want to just rank to rank that keyword, but ranking for targeted keywords like listen to my po- or business podcasts because the word podcast can mean so many different things. There's no intent behind it. It's just a really broad general word. Two or more words for keywords are going to be better. The longer the keyword, the less people are using it, but the more intent behind it. Like if someone just says, listen to business podcasts about digital marketing, that's a keyword that's really targeted. They want to listen to a podcast about digital marketing. They're not just looking for marketing or business or just podcasting. They know they want digital marketing podcasts only. Yeah, I heard that Google wants you to have at least 20 pages to start ranking. Is that true or? No, Google doesn't care how many pages you have, but to a normal website or to normal, to Google, a normal website would have multiple pages. Like if you just have, I know some websites are parallax, where it's just one long scrolling page, which is okay. It looks nice, but for SEO, it's really bad because Google wants to see pages for each more pages. They want to see, really what they want to see is a homepage. It's a normal website would have a homepage, but they want to see an about page, contact us page, privacy policy, terms of service, literally kind of like the standard pages. Other than that, they don't care if you have more than that, but they, to a normal business, Google wants at least an about us and a contact page because Google sends people to your website and then you have a bad user experience or someone gets ripped off. There's no contact page or about us page. It looks kind of shady. It looks like a fly-by-night scam website. So terms of service, privacy policy, also are kind of just basic things that every website should have. But Google doesn't have a number saying if you only have 10 pages, we're not going to rank you. It's got to have those pages and have good quality content on it. And they'll rank you. But the more pages, the better your offer are going to be. It's time for my thought for the day. And it really is about connection. We need each other. We need to connect with each other and really amplify each other's story. We need to learn to get along again in this world. So my closing thoughts, I really think we can do better and the platforms that we all have, we should push for a better more equal social atmosphere that we all live in today. Thank you for joining in today and listening to us. 
remember to come back tomorrow and listen to tomorrow's episode of Napod Pomo. Also, we're giving away a great microphone for anyone that wants to sign up. Go over to deadamerica.website and click on the little floating banner that pops up, Napod Pomo 2022. I'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.